SAFM Sports Wrap. SAFM South Africa's news and information leader. Let's talk uh, football now. And it's uh, it's a big match coming up on Sunday in the uh, Nedbank Cup because uh, Kaiser Chiefs uh, find themselves fourth in the Absa Premiership standings. They're seven points behind Momolodi Sundowns. They've got a bit of league focus and they've got some Nedbank Cup focus, no doubt. But they begin their significant search for silverware when they host Golden Arrows on uh, Sunday afternoon. I'm delighted to welcome on the line, first and foremost, the uh, coach of Le Mans for Golden Arrows, Clinton Larson. Clinton, thanks for joining us. Uh, good afternoon. Good evening. Uh, good afternoon, Dwayne. Good afternoon to all the listeners. Good to chat to you, uh, Clinton. But first up, I mean, this is really not an easy cup season for you. I mean, you had the defending MTN 8 and league champions, Vitz, in the first round of the MTN 8. You had Orlando Pirates in the first round of the Telcom Knockout. Now you've got Chiefs in the first round of the Nedbank Cup. Yeah, well, maybe it's third time lucky, Dwayne. You know, uh, <laughs> drawing all the big guns uh, in the first round of cup competition. So hopefully this time it's third time lucky. Uh yeah, albeit against uh, a very good uh, Chiefs team. Yeah, no, indeed, this is a this is a fairly good uh, Kaiser Chiefs team. That's it, Clinton. I mean, you you had mm. a superb start to the season. I mean, you went nine matches unbeaten. Mm. You had those three successive wins, which really put you uh, in superb mm. uh, position really early on. Uh, you you were a side that's been playing with high tempo throughout. But the results have started to turn around. They haven't looked quite so rosy. And I think it's one win now in your last 16 across all competitions. Most mm. of them are draws, though. That must be some cause sure. for concern. Yeah, I think, uh, like you said, a very good start. And we, we, we definitely had an opportunity to to go on a good, another good run, you know. And I think that's what makes all the difference. Having that two to three game winning streak is what propels you off the table. Yeah. And we, we had a, a, that opportunity um a few games ago, we beat Supersport, had the chance to do the same with a good performance against uh, a Chipper a week later. Didn't get that result, drew that game. And then um, drew the following game against Barocca, had them with their backs to the wall again and uh, mm. didn't take advantage of, of the situation. So, you know, we, it, it was in our hands to turn it around and, and, and push further up the table. But it wasn't to be. Uh, I'm still very happy with the, um, the performances as well as the effort the boys are giving. And uh, like I said to them at training, uh, it's one, we're one game away from putting ourselves back into the top eight mix. Yeah, uh, which is something we want to try and do, and uh, we'll continue to push for that. Well, exactly. I mean, it's not like you're struggling at the moment, certainly with, not with positions and that either, and, and you have been ticking on over, mm. albeit a little more slowly possibly than you'd like with that high percentage sure. of draws. But, uh, you know, that that said, uh, would you take a 1-1 after 120 minutes with with uh, arrows advancing on, on penalties? Yeah, I think in the Cup uh, and against a top team like Kaiser Chiefs, uh, how you go through is not important. I think um, uh, for us, um, doing well in the Cup is a priority. As much as we would like to to finish inside the top eight, we'd also like to, as we did last season, uh, be strong in the Cup and, 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 and try and compete to win it. So it will be no different this time around. We're going to give it our all and uh, and hopefully be able to go one step further. Let's talk about uh, your your situation as it stands there with playing personnel. Danny Fenter obviously has looked really good since joining you last month. Uh, even scored against Barocca, I think it was. But he's suspended for this uh, this this time on Sunday. How much more challenging does his absence make it against the league's best defence? Yeah, it definitely does, uh, Dwayne. Uh, Danny's been a revelation since he joined us, and um, you know he he's been a breath of fresh air, a real real quality player. We jumped at the opportunity to bring on board when we found that he's surplus to requirements at his previous club. So, yeah, we're going to sorely miss him. 
Um, but like we keep saying at a club like Golden Arrows, this, this really presents an opportunity for some of the younger players to to step up and 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 uh, and put themselves on the big stage. Um, we we are a small club and um, we we we've structured ourselves in such a way that um, we've got a limited number of senior players. So when we do have injuries and suspensions, it's an opportune time for us to to throw the young kids in and see what they're made of. Well, I mean, on that point, I mean, of course, your your reserve team, as it were, the MDC team, are a side that it continues to impress uh, year in and year out. A couple of years ago, romped to the title. Uh, this year, again, it looks mm-hmm. like the Montville Golden Arrows are going to be the the uh, the team. Uh, do, I mean, I know you work closely with uh, Vuzmuzi Villagazi, who heads up the the, the mm-hmm. MDC team. But you know, how do you also balance giving? Promising players a chance and using experienced players. Uh, I, I see you've persisted with guys like Ndwandwe, Butelezi in defence as well, key positions. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've got to give them a chance, I suppose, uh, in a sense, to, to become experienced players in their own right. And you've given mm-hmm. a lot of youngsters a chance from that team as well. Yeah, fortunately, the way we have um, formulated our our team, uh, Dwayne, we train together, the Disky and and first team train together every single day. So we've got a group of about 34 boys, and um, we train together. So I don't have to co- ask Coach Zotwani or Vilakazi how a particular player is doing. I see it for myself every single day. And that is why um, making the step up uh, from Disky to first team is, is often not such a challenge for these kids because... Um, they do train with the first team every single day, and uh, yeah, we 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 believe that uh, the way we're moving uh, forward uh, will have a long-lasting effect on in, in terms of 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 of, of blooding these young players. Um, like you've said, the young Butelezi uh, and Nduwande of late have been playing, but we also have a few other exciting players who have been really doing well for for the Disky team. Uh, Yusuf Jappi. Uh, just to mention one, and then there's also uh, Spamandla Sabelo, a uh, left-footed player who's been exciting us, and another youngster is Boniso Konko. Um, and hopefully between now and the end of the season, you know, one or two of these kids, uh, more of these kids will, will be given an opportunity. And like we've said previously, uh, this is something that excites us as a club uh, you know, even in the face of, of results not coming, uh, something that really excites us is when we give these youngsters an opportunity and uh, and most often they, they don't disappoint. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, there are a couple of uh, youngsters that certainly put their hands up over the years and uh, and gone on to do some great things. Uh, on, a, on a slightly different note, though, uh, Clinton, uh, I mean... <laughs> Kaiser Chiefs, uh, if you look at your opponents, are a side that, that look to be defensively uh, pretty strong. But they're not a side that is scoring mm-hmm. nearly as much as they would like. And I know that's a frustration. Although Ryan Moon has, seems to have hit uh, a little bit of, of form. How do you see Chiefs mm-hmm. right now? Yeah, um, I wouldn't say right now, Dwayne. I, I would say I've been mm-hmm. impressed with the work Steve's done the entire season. Uh, I feel that even in games where they didn't get the results, they've played well. Um, so we we know uh, it's not going to be an easy game, and I think uh, Ryan has really hit a purple patch, um, and uh, he's playing with lots of confidence now. You know, and that's what strikers want to the way they want to feel and believe they can score in every game. And I'm sure he's feeling that way right now. 
But we've also got Knox Luchizo, who scored two in two yeah. now, and uh, you know he's also he's also he doesn't need many chances to to put one in the in, in the back of the net, and and hopefully he he can continue scoring for us. Um, but yeah, goal scoring has not been a problem for us. I think we're amongst uh, one of the the better teams in yeah. terms of goal scoring. I think we've scored 22 or 23, and um, uh, it's individual defensive errors that have really hurt us something we've worked on, something we've discussed, and, and hopefully if we improve in that department, um, we can start turning a lot of these draws, like you've said, into wins. I suppose that's what you need. Uh, but Clinton, when you go into matches, obviously uh, you know league matches and cup matches are very different prospects. Just, just what, what are the main differences uh, to you between cup football and, and league football? Well, I think in, in, in cup football, uh, Dwayne, you, you really have one bite at the cherry. You know, and uh, you you can't go with a defensive approach, or you can't go trying to hold on to uh, to, to to extra time and penalties. You really got to try and win it before then, uh, if you do have the chance to do so. So, I suppose late on in the game, you know, if if you if if, if it's all square, uh, you can then determine. Okay, depending on how the game has gone, whether you would go all the way to extra time or try to. But, uh, you know, in a cup competition, the mentality is usually to try and get it done uh, within the 90 minutes. And uh, and that's what what we're going to try and do. Uh, we will put out uh, an offensive team. I think since uh, the new year with the acquisition of Zuke, um, we've, we've moved away from playing with two defensive midfielders, something that has hampered us in the past because we didn't have the likes of Fenta, we didn't have the likes of Zuke, of Shongwe. Um, so um, we're a lot more offensive now as a team. We're playing a better brand of football. The results may not be showing it, but uh, we, 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 we definitely are an ever-improving team. And, you know, hopefully with everybody back soon, um, with Danny Piri as well, who we've sorely missed, uh, we'll be a stronger unit moving forward. Yeah, Piri, Figizolo as well. When is that uh, injury going to heal? Yeah, Figizolo's probably looking at May only. Yeah. Uh, Piri, there is a chance he may play a few games before we close. Uh, you know we've got uh, we've got those two two key players out as well. So yeah, we we are left a little bit thin, but uh, yeah, we'll keep soldiering on. You've got some exciting players, Clinton. You've played some exciting football, but uh, yes, you have conceded at inopportune moments in the, in a few matches. But I wish you everything of the best on Sunday as you begin your Nedbank Cup campaign. Thank you so much, Dwayne. SAFM Sports Wrap. SAFM South Africa's news and information leader from Clinton Larson. We go to uh, a player from a team that Clinton Larson's arrows will be facing on Sunday. Yes, Kaiser Chiefs. Fourth in the Absa Premiership standing, seven points behind uh, Mamalodi Sundowns in uh, the league. But in terms of uh, Nedbank Cup, they would be no doubt desperate to claim some silverware with this uh, final domestic trophy on the line for the season. Uh, Daniel Cardozo of Kaiser Chiefs, who's been uh, informed certainly of late, is uh, on the line to chat to us. Daniel, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Thank you for having me along. It's a pleasure being on the radio this evening. It's good to chat to you again, Daniel. Uh, let's talk about your own form for a moment. I mean, you were man of the match against Sundowns recently, amongst other good performances, really good performances. Do you feel you're, you're putting in some good performances now that you're having a, a sort of injury-free period and getting consistent first-team starts? Yeah, look, um, I think I've been having a good season. Um, it also comes with game time, you know. Uh, confidence has been growing each game by game. And I hope it continues. Uh, I've had a good season. And uh, that goes for the whole team, you know. Uh, we're only seven points behind. So let's hope it continues. 
Yeah, indeed. Uh, every time I talk to uh, Kaiser Chiefs players, certainly there's a lot of focus on the league and the fact that you're still in with that title race. But let's talk defensively for a moment. Ten clean sheets in, in, in 20 league matches, 12 clean sheets and 24 matches across all competitions this season. But still the best defense in the league this season. Are you confident that this this, this uh, defense, at least, is, is, is where you need it to be, where Steve Compella wants it to be? Yes, of course. You know, um, having ten clean sheets in the league is a good uh, boost for us. Uh, we would have, we would have liked more. You know, we've uh, considered a few silly goals towards the dying ending of the game, but it's uh, much better than last season. Um, so now we just got to score a bit more goals, and I think we we will be on course for the league. You know, um, Sundowns are also they're doing very well and they're scoring consistently every game. But um, they also they they got a, a good run going into the cast now. So hopefully they can tie it out a bit and we can catch up on the points. Yeah, you, 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 I'll talk about them in a moment. But uh, you, you mentioned goals, of course. In terms of goals, Ryan Moon has really looked good. He's scored uh, three goals in the last four matches now for you guys. Is is he the finisher you needed? And, and uh, is there a lot of, uh, I suppose, excitement about some of the new signings that have been brought in as well, including Castro? Yeah, of course. Uh, Ryan's in a good form at the moment. Also, you know, he's getting that game time. Also a great, a great youngster, a great player, and he has a good future ahead of him. And I'm sure he's going to use that to his advantage, you know, especially his age. And with our new, our new sign is uh, Castro. He's come in, I mean, scoring a goal on debut, and he scored a cracker against uh, Barocca, which uh, led us to the victory. And that's also made a name for himself, so hopefully he can continue with that form. Yeah, it looks like we're a couple of creative players as well. At least Steve Compella seems to have more uh, attacking pr- prospects on the bench as well at this time. You did speak about Mamelodi Sundowns, though, of course. Um, you know, so, so while there's very much uh, you know a Chiefs team that's focusing on its own game, I suppose there is half an eye for a few of you as players who who will be watching to see how your main title rivals will be faring once the continental football starts. Like uh, I think of Cape Town City and, and Sundowns in particular. Yeah, um, look, they they all start their CAS adventure now. And I think that's going to take a toll on them, you know, traveling into Africa and all of that. It's, uh, they come back tired. They look a bit tired. But you never know. Football's a funny game. And if they in the, in a good running of form, they can always carry it into the league. And we've just got to focus on ourselves, you know. Um, we're running our own race at the moment. We're not worrying about anyone else uh, around us. And we need a trophy, you know. Kaiser Chiefs, this is the third season going, and uh, we haven't won any silverware. So we, we're gunning for the, the league and the Nedbank Cup coming up. That starts this weekend for us. On that point, uh, Daniel, how much pressure do you actually feel as players to win a title for, for Chiefs, for Steve Compella, for yourselves, for the first time in, in three seasons? This is an inordinately long run for Chiefs without silverware. Yeah, the pressure's building, you know. Um, we're not just a team. We've got a family with the fans always behind us, you know. And I mean, a draw to us is a loss, especially if we play away, because every away game is a home game for us. We get so many fans coming out to watch us. And it's disappointing when you walk off the field and um, there's no, there's nothing to show for it. And uh, we, we feel it a lot, and the pressure starts building up on us. But uh, we try... Uh, the coach, especially Steve, he tries to take the pressure off of us and tries to take the blame for everything. And sometimes, you know, it's, it's not the best thing. And we've got, to, we've got to take it as players and stand up for, for ourselves, you know. 
Yeah, f- fair enough. I mean, to a certain extent, Steve Coppella the other day did say he was very happy uh, with with certain things, but then he he moaned about lapses in concentration in in defence and uh, defending crosses was the other thing when uh, Majoro scored in uh, in the draw against Fitz. Is is that a fair comment? Do you think? And you know, what have you been working on in training specifically defensively? Um, you know that uh, that whole week we were we were actually training a lot of crossing, and we knew that Fitz uh, or a direct team, you know, they play, <coughs> sorry, uh, they play a route, uh, one football, and it's down the middle, or they go wide and across, and they scored from it. And, uh, you know, we, we as defenders do take the blame because we, we knew it was coming. And unfortunately, at the time, we weren't uh, focused, and it, like you said, a lapse of concentration happened, and we, we suffered a, a setback there. And uh, we also we could have won it at the end, but also a finishing lack once again, which has been killing us in the past two seasons. So it's something they've also got to work on. Yeah, no, fair enough. The new signings, though, overall, uh, would you say they've settled at the moment? Do you find there's a better cohesion with the uh, the people who joined last month? Yes, of course. You know, um, Spilele and Changasi has made a big impact, uh, especially mm. when it comes off, on the be- off the bench. You know, He comes on the field and he makes us tick. He's uh, created a few opportunities. And he's doing he's doing very well, and um, I think if he gets a, a start anytime soon, he's going to make us buzz, and I think he's going to create a lot more opportunities for us to score. I think this is, uh, yeah, I think that's a, that's a really good point that you raise because uh, that's what you need. You need that, somebody that just re-energizes the team somewhat. And I've heard some of the stories from from some of the lads in the in, in the squad as well. But look, uh, you know, in, in terms of a cup run, Daniel, how how significant is a good cup run for you, and, and will it benefit your 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 title aspirations? Do you feel? Um, I, don't, I think um, the cup run will do us good, you know. It also carries us our momentum into the next game, especially if we come back off, off uh, a nice win, you know. Uh, if you look at the Telkom Cup, we started off strong against um, against Amazulu. We beat them 3-0 and we went down all the way to the semi-final and we lost to Brits 1-0, mm. which we should have beaten them. And also so we missed a few opportunities in that, especially in the dying moments of the game. And I think going into this weekend, we, like I said, we need to away. And it makes just another opportunity for us to win another cup. As a defender, how good is it knowing that you have Itumilin Kune behind you as that final line? Oh, you know, it's a great feeling because he is a South African number one keeper. And I think he's rated amongst the world's, uh, world's greatest keepers. Um, his distribution, finding the players, counter-attacks, he's seen it in the national team. Yeah. Uh, in a few uh, World Cup qualifiers that he played, he gave uh, phenomenal, phenomenal balls down the middle, and uh, they scored from it. And you know, also his, uh, his saves that he's pulled off this season have been spectacular, especially in the beginning of the season. He kept us in a lot of games. Yeah, he's certainly been uh, one of the standout players, uh, undoubtedly, as Dumoulin And like you, it, it's great to see him actually playing injury-free for uh, for a period of time as well. And as you say, there's consistent uh, starts and game time is what really builds uh, builds so much into your game, in, in, including improved performances. Just on the, on the note of your coach, though, I mean, you know, at, at base level, Steve Compella was one of the great defenders that South Africa has, has produced. And, uh, you know, he's somebody who's renowned. If you mention his name in Turkey, people know who you're talking about. He is so well-respected, uh, particularly in countries like Turkey and Sweden where he spent some game time. But do you ever get to sit down with him and talk just defender to defender rather than coach and player? Um, yes, you know, when I was out at Free State Stars with him, he's the coach that actually saw the potential in me. And he's the one that gave me my first run against Supersport in the NTN game. 
and I picked up a man of the match on my debut. And since then, you know, I've had a good relationship with Steve. Um, he always, he's always believed in me. And um, I think I owe it to him, you know. Uh, even when we sit down and we chat, you know, we can have a chat without, with, uh, without the football being mentioned. Um, he's, he, was, uh, he knew my father also. Yeah. And he, he from time to time, he also has my mother being and my family, you know. So he's a, he's a great person overall. And, you know, for me, seeing him on the trophy would be a highlight of my career because I know he's been trying so hard. And I think we owe it to him, you know. At least there seems to be some uh, additional motivation in that uh, in in the background for uh, for Chiefs as a player. But look, focusing on your opposition for a moment, I mean, Arrows have been playing some what I feel has been some really good high tempo football throughout the campaign. Although haven't been getting results in recent times, uh, I know goal scoring they're looking decent, defence not so good. But how, how do you see how do you see Golden Arrows at the moment? Oh, look, they're a great team. They started off on a flyer. So I think they won the Q one if I'm not mistaken, and no. Yeah, I think they were one of the Qs. Um, and they started off on a fly, then and Barocco. In the beginning of the season, they were unstoppable. And also a very tricky team, you know. Um, the smaller, you, you can't even say there is any smaller teams in the league anymore because every team that we play or we come up, to, up against has given us a difficult task. And I think uh, going into this weekend's game, Arrows are going to bring, bring it all. It's a cup game. There's nothing to lose, you know. One team has to go through. And um, I think it's going to be a very competitive, competitive game this weekend. Well, I certainly hope it's going to be an entertaining game. I know as footballers you want to keep clean sheets, but fans like to see goals. But Daniel Cardoso, I wish you everything of the best uh, on Sunday against Golden Arrows as you begin your Nedbank Cup campaign and indeed as you return to league action the following week. Thank you very much. Thank you. SAFM Sports Wrap. SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Let's talk athletics uh, briefly because uh, in one of the big announcements of the day, undoubtedly, is the uh, the fact that South Africa is going to be witnessing Justin Gatlin in action, the current uh, world 100-meter champion, of course, uh, Olympic champion in the 100-meter in uh, Athens back in 2004, would you believe? Yeah, he's been around for, for some time. He is going to be running the 150 meters in Pretoria on uh, March the 8th in the Athletics Grand Prix Series. Uh, he's got three world titles, Olympic title as well, certainly one of the bigger names that's appeared on South African soils since the days of uh, Anna Guevara, Michael Johnson, Marion Jones. But Gatlin has never been to South Africa, nor has he raced 150 metre before. Uh, both prospects, though, have him excited. It's exciting. Um, that's what I've been waiting for. You know, I've been waiting for, you know, it's always in a race, there's always going to be eight guys on, at the starting line. I expect those eight guys to represent their country and their nation to the fullest and show that they're one of the best in the nation. You're dealing with someone like Sabini, who's who's a great runner. You know, he brings a, a lot of competitive uh, competitiveness to the table, and um, that's what you look forward to. I look forward, and I enjoyed running against him last year at small races and big races. He's a very good competitor, and he you know he shows that he's a gentleman as well. SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, uh, that's where we're going to be leaving it uh, tonight, I think. Uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's leave it at the athletics. Uh, I know. But certainly it is going to be uh, a high profile for South Africa, at least. And I, want to, I would love to see Akani Simbini taking on Justin Gatlin. I would love to see Akani Simbini beating Justin Gatlin. But I'm going to stop there with any comments on Justin Gatlin before I overrun. News is around the corner. Uh, that's where we're going to leave it for the show overall tonight. Um, uh, we encourage you to get in touch with us. Uh, SFM Radio on Facebook and Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, any questions or comments about the show, please contact Exit. Producer Cool Chick, you can use sport at sfm.co.za. Now, Lady Muleo, Griselda Dudumash are going to be up after the news of the talk shop, so don't go anywhere. Uh, yeah, she, I, I thought I was actually going to be linking to State of the Nation now. Anyway.
It's uh, that's another story as well. Uh, time for us to say cheers. We're out of here. It is uh, the the team tonight: producer Luyolum Kalipi, Phineas and Dobbin, sound engineer, and me, Dwayne DeLocke. Have a lovely evening. Cheers. It's seven o'clock.